What is Montrospective? It's what we say to ourselves and our attitude towards it. We repeat mantras over and over again to ourselves. If we're doing it right, they're positive, not negative. What we say affects our attitude and our point of view. We all have dreams and goals, but how many of us know where to start to make them happen? I am fascinated by everyday people who are doing extraordinary things, and I wanted to find out why and how they were able to be successful. I spent 16 years in radio, not as a DJ, but as a promotions director. I never had an interest in being front and center or putting myself out there as a personality. Fast forward to today, I have something to say and messages from incredible people to share. Simply put, I am interested. I want to know what propels everyday people to follow their dreams in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same. We have one life to live. Let's listen, learn, and share our journey with the world. This is Montrospective. I introduced you to my next guest a few episodes ago. She's an entrepreneur, realtor, artist, intuitive, retreat owner of the beautiful Milo Farm, and so much more. Basically, I don't think she's capable of being bored. She has so much creativity coming out of her, and that's why we're talking again today. In her first visit to Montrospective, she teased a new game she was creating, and now that game has become a reality with more in the works, and she's back to tell us all about it. Lonnie Bernard, welcome to Montrospective. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you back. I was so excited to talk to you and Mike the first time. We learned all about Milo Farm and everything you're creating there. And at the time, you totally teased, hey, I've got this game that I'm creating and it's coming soon. And I don't know how you do it, but you come up with something in your mind and then it just instantly starts taking shape. Now, granted, there's a lot of hard work that comes along with that, but it just seems like you just have so much go-go juice inside of you that once something hits, you just go for it. Is that the way you've always been in your life? Um, not always, but whenever I am inspired, I think so when I have energy behind it and also I feel um, when I've, when the, the stars align and things fall into place and I've got my, um, assistance from beyond, you know, helping me drop things, uh, breadcrumbs where they should be, you know, um, that's when it, it works out for me, but you know, not always, but I'm excited about this. This has <laughs> fell into place. Yeah. And it fell into place pretty quickly. So we'll take you back to, was it Christmas? this past December, right? When you were kind of sitting around with the family and this idea just kind of hit you. Can you tell us how that process started and how it kind of came to you? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we get together um, during the holidays and we play games, just different games like apples to apples and Monopoly and Uno and uh, the, you know all kinds of different ones, depending on what we're in the mood for. And um, we have been playing games. My um, son from Denver was in town. And uh, and also I've been thinking about, you know, during the holidays, how you think about family that's gone. Like, oh man, if my mom was here, she would have decorated that tree much better. You know, she was an amazing, or, you know, my grandparents, you know, kind of like my grandmother's casseroles. And, you know, you think about those things and I'm like, I wish I would have asked them some of the questions that, um, that I have now, you know, 
um, you know, you often do that when you have um, somebody that's passed like, oh, I just want to call them up and but you can't call them anymore. Someday there'll be a, a, a quick, uh, a fast dial to heaven. But um, anyway, so there's that and then the playing the game. So um, I woke up like it just came to me in the middle of the night and it was the 23rd. So a few days, just two days before Christmas. And it, um, it's just like downloaded like, oh, I have this idea. And it just, you know, popped in my head and came from the gods or wherever. And um, so that morning I went out to make coffee in my robe and um, my uh, oldest son Ian was in town and he's so sweet. He always likes to have coffee with me first thing in the morning, you know, before everybody else gets up. Um, he's a doll, my boys are dolls. But um, so we, uh, we were sitting there talking. I was like, what do you think about this? I have this idea for this game. And like people take turns, like being able to talk about them, their truth and what they believe in about different, different topics. And he's like, that sounds good. So, and then the, the next, well, then it was Christmas. So I couldn't contact my graphic guy, but like the, I think the 26 or 27, I, I, I emailed or called him and said, Hey, I got this idea. I want to start the design of, you know, like I already started drawing the design for the cards and yeah. It's fast. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of you is you are creative in so many ways. So you can visualize it and see it. And then you're able to actually draw it out and get that concept out and everything. And I think that's pretty incredible too, that not only did you have the concept of the idea in your mind, but also creatively, visually, you knew exactly how you wanted it to look and how to feel. And I remember you shared this whole concept with me and it floored me because you're right. I think about the stuff that I've never asked my parents. Like, I don't know how they feel on certain subjects because they just never came up. So how fun would it be to be able to have that interaction and start that open conversation? And that's exactly what this game is all about. So we haven't even said the name yet. Go ahead and share what the name is, oh. where that came from, and just kind of okay. the general concept of what it's all about. Sure, sure. I'd love to. Okay, it's Philosopher. I don't know if you can see the plaque here. Um, philosopher of the Game. Um, it came about, well, you know, just because it's the, the, the person that's going to be talking about the topics is going to be the philosopher, but also I majored in philosophy and um, I think uh, I, I, I always overthink things, I think, like, you know, and that's kind of me. That's um, so... I thought it was a perfect match for the game and for, you know, and it's it, the subtitles like the, you know, evolution of humanity, meaning that the evolution of games, like we, we want to move from, I want to move gaming from just strategy and winning and like, I'm better than you and I've got more of this and I've got more, you know, money and I got more properties on Monopoly or whatever to just like, I don't care about winning. I care about you. I care about knowing you. So it gives everyone the chance to be a philosopher. And you know, when you have a big group of people and there's the people that just don't shut up and they take over, you know, you got 10 people and they, and then everybody, there's a few people that don't say anything. And a few people that say just a few things. It lets those quiet people have their time, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's, we need that. Everyone should be honored. Well, and you've thought of 
every topic it feels like on the planet to include in this. And I think that is really important too, because there's a lot of topics that we just don't talk about or they're taboo, or you just don't know how somebody's going to feel about it when you bring it up. But when you bring it up in this kind of atmosphere where everybody's just sitting around and being casual and open and everything, I think it really opens people up to that opportunity to share their viewpoint and and have that open discussion and debate. And I think that's something that's really needed right now in our world. We've kind of forgotten in a way how to communicate like rational human beings. Everybody wants to yell and scream <laughs> and all of that. And this kind of opens or up the opportunity. On social media. Yeah. Oh, completely. Totally. But this gives people the opportunity to really express their viewpoint. And then you get to hear how other people think. And um, it's just such an interesting concept. And it seems simple enough, but nobody else has done it yet. To my knowledge, you're the first. Um, so tell everybody a little bit about the game itself, like how it works and what type of topics are covered and things like that. Sure. Um, so we are taping this just a few days before the launch, um, and this will be live on the launch. But I've got to tell you, the primary deck is still, the primary deck prototype is still not here. So I wanted to show it to you tonight, Heather. Um, <laughs> it's coming in tomorrow. So, you know, all the shipping problems that we had because of COVID and all that. So, yeah, there's that. So um, I can't show you that, but the primary deck is a huge deck of 200 cards. It has 50 topic cards and 150 viewpoint cards. That way, it has a lot of viewpoint cards. That way, um, you could play this with a huge group of people. So I made it so, and this is another problem I had with playing games is um, sometimes, you know, it would just be, you know, me and somebody else that would want to play it, like two people, a game. And then sometimes I would have a huge house full of people for the holidays and I'd like be opening my, uh, I have an antique chest that has um, all my board games and stuff and say, okay, which one is enough for like 20 people? And I'd be like going through, I'm like, none of them, you can't play a game with 20 people. So I made this so you could play with just yourself. Like you could pick a card and you, and then deal yourself viewpoint cards. And then like, think about like, which one would you pick? And, and you can journal about it. Or if you have 25 people in the room, you know, you can, you can make it a game for a big group. So. And I love that anyway. about that because I was thinking the same thing that you can play this very much by yourself. If you just want to challenge yourself mentally a little bit and, you know, think about topics that maybe you don't get to talk about all the time. Um, you know, this is a great way to do that. I, I just think that's an incredibly smart idea. And the fact that you can include so many other people in it is, you know, just something you don't see very often. So, you know, I'm excited that you thought this through so much. Um, you know, you can tell you didn't just throw something together. You really took all the details into account to make this the best experience for people. So give everybody a quick example um, of if somebody draws, uh, you know, a particular card and the viewpoints and what, what kind of options do people have? Okay, let's, um, tell me what, do you, well, these are the, the booster packs. Okay, so on the case. Oh yeah, we haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah. We haven't talked about the booster packs. <laughs> so we, since, since this is what I do have to, right now to show, um, I don't have the primary deck. Um, the booster packs are fun. They're all different colored theme. So, you know, you, they'll stand out when you mix them into your primary deck. You want to build your primary deck 
and you could get like a, a wood the wooden box to store it in so you put you can like put them all together and stack them up but the six that uh booster packs that are going to be on the um, kickstarter campaign is religion human experience um, metaphysics out of this world and science um, oh and relationships that's the sixth one so those and then i've got there's two more if we meet our last two stretch goals the for fun one um, will everyone will get a copy of that that has been a backer and then i have a history one that can be added as well so um yeah so the the booster packs so the primary deck is 50 topic cards and 150 viewpoint cards the booster decks can't be played individually they're to to enhance your primary deck so there's mainly topics in here so you'll have mainly um so let's say the metaphysical, you have mainly um, metaphysical topics, which are, it's a deck of 27 cards, but 21 are topics and uh, six of them are bonus viewpoints. So you can add the viewpoint cards, mix them in. So the primary deck viewpoint cards look just like this. So they're kind of a, um, a light yellow on the face of them, but each booster deck has different color um, faces. So you'll know that this is metaphysics because it's like a teal color. The for fun one is a bright yellow. I think that um, works perfectly. So creepers is one of them. And then um, there's some viewpoints. So we can uh, do a little game here to see how this works. So th these are the viewpoints. So I'm gonna pick a topic and maybe you can you can pick the viewpoint you think. You want to okay. do that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so let me, uh, let me not look at it because you're not supposed to look at it, right? Now, is the concept, is the concept I'm supposed to be choosing what I think you would say viewpoint or am I choosing my own viewpoint? So, um, well, you're going to be the, if you're the philosopher, okay. then you will pick the topic card off the deck. So, um, like, um, and you, then everybody else is a devotee. So the devotees are like, well, what will Heather, out of my viewpoint cards, what do I think Heather will pick? Okay. And, um, yeah, so we'll, Heather will pick, I, I think she'll pick this viewpoint. Well, this viewpoint, this is getting jiggy with it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Sounds like something I would say. Yeah, so that's on the for fun deck. So, um, you know, I'd hand it to you and then like friend B and friend C would hand you viewpoints and you would choose the one that you would met best fit your uh, philosophy on life. Okay. So, um, all right. So foot fetish, this is the fur fun deck, foot fetish. And let me just pick a few viewpoints here. Um, depends on the intention. Fake it until you make it or gag me with a spoon. <clears throat> so some of those are funny because it, I, I, the viewpoints in the booster packs a little bit relate to the, the theme of the deck. So the for, for fun deck, it's got some for, kind of funny viewpoints. So foot fetish, gag me with a spoon, fake it till you make it or um, depends on the intention. And then mm. you're the philosopher, so so I have to choose what I think you, what would, you, you, 
Oh, what I would choose? Yeah, I'm the, the philosopher. philosopher. Okay. You're the philosopher. Okay. So yeah, what your, your um, idea on foot fetish, since this is a, a fun topic, not a serious one. But, I can't yeah. believe we're talking about this. This is hilarious. So I'm not a foot person. It would be gag me with a spoon all day long. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. See, so, like, you know, friend A, they turn that in, would win that topic card of foot fetish. So then you would expand upon that. So why would the, why do feet gag you with a spoon, Heather? Oh, I, oh my gosh. It's so hilarious. I just think because, you know, they can be sweaty and gross and you're walking on dirt or mud or crud or whatever. They just don't feel very sanitary, I guess. So yeah, I can't imagine like I know there's plenty of people out there and I'm not dogging the people that love the feet. I know there's plenty of people out there that love toes and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm actually doing that right now. Uh, so am I, ironically, so am I, but really? I, you know, but when I think of foot fetish, I'm thinking of like, the, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, like toe sucking or something like that. I'm not into any of that. I'm not down with any of that. Now I love a good pedicure all day long, but you know, I do, I did know people in my past that had like a fetish, but it was more like they wanted to take pictures of your feet and stuff like that. And I always just thought it was really odd, I guess. So yeah, that would be my answer. For that one for sure how did you come up with all of these did you have help did you brainstorm with people or did all this come from your own mind well the first um topics and viewpoints for that primary deck again it was almost like it was downloaded i was just like automatic writing you know just and there it was um the booster packs a lot of the the first five were kind of like that the last one i um science because I did make like some pseudoscience stuff and um some things I, I had to bounce off my a son that's a um, engineer so he like bounced things off him um yeah so like most of it just was easy but a few things like if we get down to like the last few topics I'm, I like get some I ask people what do you think about this what do you think about that I just I find you so fascinating because it mm -hmm. feels like you work very quickly like you, like you said, it's a download and it just comes out of you because this is no small feat. This is like a lot of information and a lot of creativity to come out of someone and you're less than five months in and you're ready to put this on Kickstarter and really get it going. And you have the physical items already. Like you designed it, you got it printed, you've got the box, you've got all of this stuff. Was this stuff you knew how to do? prior to coming up with this idea or how did you even begin to figure out okay I've got this idea how do I need to progress in getting it created you know, that was like half of the fun because I know I, I I've been in retail I ran bookstores forever borders bookstores and then um they started closing down and I we had rental properties so I thought I'd be a real estate agent and then I opened a uh, so I, I've never created a product before and I had no idea. I mean, I, I've had businesses, um, you know, so I know how to, to start a business with an LLC and, you know, you set up your bank account. But yeah, it was just a lot of research. Um, and it, yeah, I just well, thank God for the internet because, yeah, I just found my way through. I, I don't really know anybody that created like a game before. Um, but yeah, I've been fascinated to watch your process because it feels like 
you're a pro. It feels like you just knew how to do all this stuff. And, and here it is. I mean, I know one time I came over, you had the idea. The next time I came over, you already had the prototype. It was like, how is she doing all of this? It's, it's absolutely incredible. But, you know, for everybody who's out there, who's thinking of doing these things, that's where that, that fire that's in you, you know, that just, you know, you, you know, you have to share this with the world. This is bigger than you. And it's something that you're supposed to be sharing and you just figure it out one way or another. Thank, like you said, thank God for the internet because you know YouTube and all of these other people that have shared their knowledge out there um, will kind of show you the way and how to do it. And I've loved seeing this come together so quickly. And I love that you've got the Kickstarter ready to go. So explain a little bit about what the Kickstarter is and what it provides for people who may have never even heard of Kickstarter before. Why is it necessary for you? Yeah, um, Kickstarter, well, any crowdfunding, it's under the um, umbrella of a crowdfunding um, platform, is, um, I think, wonderful for the creative types um, because it's it's kind of, you bounce your ideas off of backers that are interested and they, they back you not only monetarily, but also with feedback. So before I bring this out to the world and get it on game shelves and you know other internet um, uh, sale platforms, I get to share it with these people that are gonna test it out for me and you know is and, and and also they not only back you financially but they get the first um, they'll get the first products before anybody else. So. Uh, yeah, I wanted to tell you, so I was telling you that the, the um, prototype first um, primary deck is coming tomorrow. And uh, so it's go it's a limited, like you get, when you order it on Kickstarter, you'll get a certificate of authenticity that it's the certified first edition. And it will definitely be a certified first edition because the edition that will go out to the world is going to be different. Um, a lot, we changed the tagline and we're probably gonna change some other things. So it, I don't, you know, this, I don't know how big or how little this game will be, but you, if you do back us on Kickstarter, you will be one of the very few that get that certified first edition. Um, that, and like I said, the, the next edition is going to not look a lot different, but it's gonna be different, so. You've just thought of everything. I mean, you just really have. And that's how much thought has gone into this down to the box, you know, that you can get to put everything in. It's just, you know, for somebody who has done a little bit of everything, it feels like in their life, if you've kind of dabbled, you are a very creative person. You just have to have that outlet. This was something new. Like you said, you've never done before yet. It feels like you're a pro. It really does. It feels like you've put out a hundred of these already. And this is just another one. So first of all, congratulations to you because it's really inspiring to see someone who has never created a product before, but they figured it out themselves. You know, some people hire coaches and everything and that totally great and fine. But this one, you just went, I've got this amazing idea. I'm going to do the research I need to do to make it happen. And here we are in this short amount of time. It's not something that's happening a year from now. You guys can get involved right now and go donate, go support it and get it and be playing it by when, when do these games start shipping if everything goes well? Yeah, that's a good question because if, if you are familiar with the crowdfunding, um, Kickstarter platform, when you support a product, a lot of times you're supporting 
um, it being printed. So often you do have to wait several months. So um, I, if there is early bird, so there, we have different levels of contributions on the Kickstarter. The early bird con, um, folks, so it, like if you're watching it actually on the 25th of May, 2021, if you're the first 150 people, you will get it before anybody else. So you'll probably get it by July. The other was because the finaling, the finalize of printing some stuff, it'll be before Christmas, but September, October, which is actually, it sounds like a long time because the, the campaign ends um, at the end of June. But if you are a Kickstarter backer, you know that sometimes you wait. I, like I, I backed um, this birdhouse a year and a half ago and I still don't have it. So that's, but that's common. That's common with Kickstarter. So you, I promise I will get it to you before the holidays so you can play with your family. Um, during the holidays so part of the first 150 and then you don't have to wait and you'll get it you know as soon as possible because I think this would be a great summertime game I can imagine sitting around the fire with my friends and just playing this and and having a great time and laughing and exchanging ideas and all of that and you know for people that maybe like you were talking about aren't as social this is that that, that conversation starter, that natural thing where you don't have to think of something to talk about, this game is going to give it exactly. to you. And it's going to be a topic that somebody is going to be fascinated in. And who knows where the conversation is going to go. It just, I loved the concept from the get-go. I can't wait to play it myself. Um, I know that you're actually hosting a little, a, a private event that I won't be able to come to. So I'm frustrated yes. by that because I would love to sit around and play this with everybody. Um, but I will be a part of the Kickstarter campaign, so I will get mine before everybody else, and then I'm hosting Yay! a party myself, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the launch party, but we'll have, if we meet our goals, we'll have, like, a post-campaign party, and you will be invited. Love to have you Yay! there. <laughs> well, and so you not only created this game, but you went ahead and created an umbrella company, basically, that it's housed under, so. Tell us about Spiral 55 Games and what your intentions are for the future past philosopher. Yes, yeah, so uh, not only was I working on this game, I started two other games that are really just Oracle cards. Um, I'm an intuitive and I love Oracle cards. So I, uh, if you watched uh, Heather's other um, podcast with me in it, we talked about Milo Farm, this sacred land that we're in. I'm in my art studio right now on Milo Farm, but so my next deck is gonna be Milo Farm Oracle cards with like images of the farm and it's gonna be based in, um, it's gonna have numerology and a message. So uh, there's that. And then I'm, I'm painting um, alien, alien Oracle cards um, as well. But my whole idea with the Spiral 55 games is, it, is to actually not just things I create, but I also help sponsor other people. If, 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 you know, as long as it falls under like helping expand the consciousness of humankind, you know, I don't want to just another dice game, but I'm willing to, <laughs> to look at other games as well. Well, that's exciting. So for anybody listening who has an idea for a game, you know, that falls into that realm, you know who to talk to now about it. And you don't have to walk it alone. Lonnie will help you put it together. So yeah, you actually shared with me some of the artwork that you were working on for the Alien Oracle. And it's pretty fantastic. And again, just the fact that you are that creative person and can come up with those concepts. So when you guys see these, when it comes out, 
this all came from Lonnie. This was, you know, not just some manufactured thing that came from, you know, some designer somewhere. She is the designer. She came up with all of this. And I love the Milo Farm one too. I think that's great for anybody who is in the Kansas City area or you're going to visit the area. Um, I highly suggest you check out Milo Farm. It is a beautiful property and they offer kind of Airbnb options and campsites and all sorts of fun. It's just, I've told you, it just has such an amazing vibe out there. I think that is helping harness that creativity of yours is I just think that land is so special and so beautiful. You posted a video, I think earlier today, just walking along your path, you know, out in the woods and everything and how beautiful it is. Um, so yes. my gosh, I just... I feel like I'm going to be talking to you once every couple of months about something new that you're putting together because you don't, I mean, you just don't seem to slow down when that creative bug hits, you're there, you're just doing it. And I think it's absolutely incredible. Do you already have other ideas in the works or are you already, you're just concentrating on the Oracle cards for now once philosopher gets going? Yeah, it'll be the Oracle cards after that. I mean, philosopher, I mean, I had no idea until I was in the middle of this Kickstarter stuff that um, everything I read in here said, it, you know, that if you're going to start a Kickstarter campaign, that's a full-time job. And I am also a broker and a realtor and I have a nonprofit and I got the farm and I got it. So I have been swamped with just like the philosopher stuff, but yeah, I really am so excited about the Oracle things, um, the Oracle cards and anything else that I have. Uh, I, I think something's coming this fall. So I've um, been told by my, but my um, guides that I need to open up October. So I'll let you know what, what well, I'm sure whatever it is, is going to be fantastic. I mean, because these ideas are so unique and so different. And I'm somebody who definitely um, is into games and into Oracle cards and all of that stuff. And I personally haven't seen anything like you're creating before. I think it's going to be really unique and really special. Um, just an interesting question I have for you. What do you deem as a success coming from all of this? Is it the fact that you just created it and accomplished that? Or will it be when it makes it to market? What, when will you be content and happy with this whole process, I guess, from now on? Um, you know, of course I would like, I, I'm not in, in it for the financial gain. I am in it to, like everything else I do, I'm in it to give to the to the world like you know and I think a success would be have you know and enough people see it and play it and enjoy it so a true success would be really having a lot of people you know coming to me saying you know this really changed my my gatherings it changed my Friday nights wine with friends you know I I, I would love that you know I I would I'd like to be on my deathbed and say, you know, I made a difference. Well, I know you're going to, I know you're going to, because it is such a great concept. And like I said, I mean, we just don't communicate as well as we could. And this opens the gates for that. And definitely, you know, to learning things about people that you may not have ever thought to ask before. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to become a part of it and play it and share it with everybody I know. 
I just think it's, it's important work that you're doing too. I mean, you could have easily had that. How many people have ideas and never do anything with them? You know, they just think it's impossible or nobody's going to like it or whatever. I don't think those thoughts ever crossed your mind. I mean, from the moment you told me about it to now, it's just been forward motion. There's never been a second guess of, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or this is a silly idea. You believed in it from the moment it was conceptualized. Yeah. I love that, you know, we kind of met at the beginning and you've seen all this, you know, um, grow and come to life. It's really sweet. Really. I love it. A good connection that we'll have for a long time. Well, and, and you don't seem to ever show any stress or anything. I've got to know your secret. Um, you do have so many balls in the air. You have a lot of things going on. Um, you're involved in so much. How do you keep it all together? I mean, do you ever just take time for yourself or are you always creating and doing? I am always like, I'm in the, I'll wake up in the middle of the night with doing stuff, but I, it's mainly, you know, being centered and trying to meditate and like you prioritizing things and the things that I can put off my plate, you know, delegate, delegate, delegate. And um, yeah, it's, it's when it's something you love, it's not work. None of this I do is work. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be able to to do so many things in my life. I feel like, you know, before I came here, my guides were like, you know, I, I probably said, I want to do this, 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 this you know, and, and they were like, no, 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 no. You can only do this and this and like, nah, I'll show you. <laughs> so um, I, I feel like I'm energized and that, you know, I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. It makes me happy. I'm glad you shared that. Cause that's a message that I want to leave with everybody too, is that you, your work shouldn't be something miserable that you're unhappy with or whatever. You have to love what you do. And I know that sometimes it's necessary to support your family and things like that. But when you're aligned like you are and you truly are, um, nothing you do is work. It's all things you get up and you're excited to do every day. You don't dread it. It's like, oh no, I've got to go sell a house today or something. It's something you enjoy because you love helping people. Um, and this is just another extension of that. Everything you do, I can't think of a single thing you do that doesn't help others. So, you know, you are probably the least selfish person I think I've ever met. You're just constantly Aww. doing, doing, doing for others. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, whenever somebody gets a compliment, they're like, I don't know what to do with that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, people can learn. Oh, go ahead. Um, have you heard of uh, One Million Cups? The entrepreneurial no. One Million Cups? No, what's that? Oh my gosh. So it's, it's worldwide and it's when um, entrepreneurs get together and bounce ideas off each other. Um, you have, you um, entrepreneurs can sign up to do a presentation. So we have a Kansas city chapter chapter and um, on June 9th, Wednesday, June 9th at 9am, the Kansas city chapter, I'm doing a presentation on um, philosopher and like really spiral 55 games. So I just wanted to mention that in case um, not that, you know, I'd love for you guys to watch me, but mainly because it's good for, entre if you're interested in being an entrepreneur, no matter what, um, they've had food trucks on it and they've had people that created software. So it's not just product, it's um, service things too. So you present and then the, these entrepreneurs that are um, from all walks of life, give you feedback and help you and 
Um, so yeah, 1 million cups, Kansas City chapter. Uh, I'm on June 9th, 9 a.m. So just- That's so exciting. I'm so happy you mentioned that because there are all of these tools available to people out there. And sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes it takes somebody like you sharing that information and then that's gonna change the trajectory of, of somebody's life. So thank you for that. I hadn't heard of that before and I live here. So that's amazing. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's very cool. Well. If you want to learn more about Philosopher and donate to the Kickstarter campaign, go to spiral55games.com, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and I will be linking directly to the Kickstarter on all the Montrospective pages, so please go support Lonnie and this amazing game, Philosopher, and everything she's got coming up, because you won't be disappointed. Like I said, so much thought has gone into this. It's not you know, some fly-by-night thing. It is really special. So thank you so much for joining me and talking more about it. And I can't wait to see it on store shelves and online and everywhere. That would be great. Thank you, Heather. I appreciate all your support with this and everything else. You're amazing. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm sure I'll talk to you like in a month or two when you've got the Alien Oracle done and Milo Farm and all of that. And we're <laughs> launching those. So... <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Lonnie. Remember, your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.